that made the controller come in contact with my junk. <laughs> Hello, hello, welcome to the Joystick Podcast, episode one. Yeah, okay, okay. My name's Eric. Yeah, okay. Man, I really like it. <laughs> my name's Eric, joined here by my good friend JT. Jacob, how you doing? What's up, everybody? I'm all right. How about you, my man? I'm good. I'm not going to lie to you guys, we fucked this up in uh, <laughs> about the first 10 <laughs> seconds, so we're, we're, we're relooping here. Take what's two, going baby. on <laughs> what's going on brother uh you know uh we're doing something new here doing something new now before uh you messed this up we'll go ahead and just clear it, it off up. with that uh you were talking about how this game turned you into a man what do you mean this game did turn me into a man so to clear up any confusion we're talking about the og star wars battlefront released uh would you say september 1st 2004? yeah 2004 yeah so this game, I, I always say this, it was instrumental, you know, helping me make that transition from a boy into a man. And I'll, I'll always remember like it was yesterday. I was sitting in my living room. I was, what, eight, nine years old by myself. And I was sitting in front of the TV, crisscross applesauce. And I was uh, I was playing as a stormtrooper with the battle rifle, my fucking fully automatic. And uh, I was shooting. And... I don't know. I must have maneuvered or did something a certain way that made the controller come in contact with my junk. This dude. <laughs> While it was vibrating, cow, I said, <laughs> I said, hold on. <laughs> it should I right, You know what I'm saying? I can't do it, bro. I can't do it. Nah, <laughs> Shut I, I need the it. fuck up. Was, ever since then, I was like, bro, I need to go get laid right now. Well, I got some different memories of this game. <laughs> I got different memories, but yeah, that ever since then, I, I've been I've considered myself a man. So, uh, for those who don't know, I grew up in a poor household, right? Got uh, three older brothers, hand me downs, everything, bro. My clothes was rags. Okay, I got <laughs> <laughs> what I'm getting at here. Yeah, they rough. <laughs> <laughs> I had this game, but I didn't really have this game. Now, what I mean by my first memory of it is uh, I had, uh, do you remember those little demo discs they used to bundle in with the PlayStation magazines and shit? No, I think I was poorer than you, bro. Oh, okay, magazines. Yeah. <laughs> we read fucking uh, shampoo bottles okay. when we were uh, shitting, bro. All right, well, I had a demo disc of this game, and uh, it was one map. It was uh, on indoor, bro. And that was it. Just that. That was the demo. But, bro, I played it for hours and hours and hours until I finally got my own copy of it. And, uh, man, just good times. I, I, hell, I was probably eight or nine. That's the thing with these demo games. Like, I don't know if they still do them. I haven't seen a demo game come out in years. And, you know, the demo game, it's such a teaser. But I remember back then it was like... You enjoyed it as though it was the full game. You know what I mean? Like, you'd sit there, you'd play that demo, and you'd finish it, and you'd be like, fuck. But you'd play that it over and over and over again, and you would be so excited for that game to come out. I think it was a good strategy for the, the game developers to do that. I don't know why they stopped. Yeah, especially back in the day when you were a kid and shit. I mean, we weren't spending our money, you know? We didn't have jobs or anything. So getting getting new games straight from the store was rare. 
Yeah, it was. And then, you know, I didn't even start getting demos. Like, all my games were hard copies, and I don't remember how they even got into the house, honestly. Like, I can't <laughs> remember that far back. My mom was always real into video games, so, like, as far back as I can remember, we, we had the OGPS PlayStation, and then we had the Nintendo 64. How they got there, I don't know, but... Hell yeah. Uh, so let's go ahead and start it out. Let's see, there's uh, three single-player modes in this game. Uh, campaign, Galactic Conquest, and Instant Action. Now, most of my time in this game by far was in Instant Action, and it's a perfect name for that mode, bro, because you pick your map, pick whatever faction you want, and then you're in. You know what I'm saying? There's There's not much else to it to get you right in the shit uh the campaign's pretty good uh galactic conquest i didn't play too much of did, did you end up playing it no so you know there's two main campaign uh stories i guess you'd say uh, i don't remember exactly what they're called i think one's like the galactic conquest and then the other one's called something else but then there's the other two modes that you were talking about and i never touched those 99% of my time was in the first two like main campaign stories and then the other two were kind of like We just didn't play those You know, it's kind of like free balling in jeans, bro. You just don't do it. Yeah, hell no, you don't do that uh, So uh, in the campaign it'll put you in and uh, you got Four main factions Galactic Republic the Separatists, CIS uh, The Rebel Alliance and the Galactic Empire. Do you have a favorite one that you like playing? Um, I think I preferred playing as the Stormtroopers, whichever one them motherfuckers are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all too- don't know, J- Jacob's not too big into Star Wars. Uh, hasn't been exposed to much of it, at least. I, I'm definitely a bigger Star Wars fan, but we're going to get through this. The uh, Galactic Empire, is that what you're talking about? You're not talking about the Clone Troopers, you're talking about the Stormtrooper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. I, I typically play with that, and that's because I like... Uh, episode four five and six the most uh so playing between the rebel alliance and galactic empire is pretty cool uh you got four main classes with them and then uh each faction has a unique fifth class so the uh you got a basic infantry class uh rocket launcher class a pilot and a sniper and the galactic republic's got the wookie cis has a droidica more on him later (laughs) <laughs> the Galactic Empire's got the Dark Trooper, and the Galactic Republic has the uh, the Jet Trooper. So, um, uh, I really like playing as the Dark Trooper. Uh, he, I think it was that that jump pack, man. Especially if you're on a map like Endor, just getting because uh, he's not like the Jet Trooper. He's got his jump pack makes him go up really high, although you don't go too far. Whereas it's vice versa for the jet trooper but just playing a game in that that era bro especially in the the star wars universe just being able to jump up in some of these uh maps where you got more clearance and just looking around you know just taking in everything it was really cool uh do you have a favorite class um i think i was mainly just you know any of the classes that just had a regular battle rifle I was just always running and gunning. I remember growing up, there were a couple times I'd choose the sniper class. I'd just chill out in the back of the map, picking off anybody I could. Snipers are notorious for being duty in most uh, Star Wars games that I've played, but I think I got pretty good at it. I noticed that uh, any of the regular droids, if you 
only for droids. So if any of the regular droids, you could kill them with one shot with a headshot. But the super battle droids or whatever, those dudes take two or three shots no matter what. So I don't know. It's just little things like that that I remember from way back in the day that just stuck with me throughout my whole life. There's just so many things about this game that are so memorable. And even playing it last week for the first time in what, like 10 years, it's just, it's still such a good experience. Like I, I don't think I'll ever not have fun with this game. Yeah, it's definitely good. And the, the replay value with this, even if you're like, say you're not playing it on PC and they still got the uh, servers up for multiplayer. It's uh if buddy comes over and plays split screen with you you can just get in on instant action bro and just play for hours and the the thing about this game it might have came out in 2004 but it still plays pretty fluid you know it's it's not a clunky game really like controls don't handle bad it's not even that bad of a looking game like the graphics aren't jaw dropping or anything but uh i mean when you compare it with like halo 2 and metal gear solid 3 which came out the same year it doesn't look as good, but it's definitely still playable. It, and then, uh, if you if you play like the PC version or the uh, the updated version on Xbox One with uh, better graphics, it definitely looks a lot better. But yeah, it's not a bad looking game. Uh, the, those droidicas, though, bro, my god. <laughs> The droidicas, are you talking about the the little roly poly dude? The roly poly. The roly poly. Yes. Oh my god! All right, so <clears throat> uh, one thing that I wanted to bring up, like I said, ninety percent of my time in this game has been in the campaign. I didn't even know there was a multiplayer mode until literally last week. I I had did OG Playstations have an Ethernet cord in the back? Like, was that ever a thing? I think the. F- the fats needed an adapter and the slims came with one built in i think i don't know i'm not really too big on sony i was i was more of an xbox 2 growing up but uh uh there it wasn't as good as xbox live from what i understand the the psm back then but i, I think it was doable online i'm pretty sure that's wild. See, that's something I never even knew or thought about. I thought this game has always been single-player only, and then when I downloaded it on PC last week, I saw that there's multiplayer. You were telling me there was. I didn't believe it, and then I get on, and like you said, the servers are still up. There's still people playing it, which I thought was surprising. But back to these roly-poly motherfuckers, bro. These boys are wild. And throughout the campaign, you know, one of the most memorable maps for me is Renvar, and there's a there's a mission called Mountaintop Defenses. And when you're when you're loading in to uh, any of the campaign missions, it does that little. It's so badass, bro! I love it. That but, was pretty good, bro. Yeah, I got it down pat. But before every mission, it'll give you like little hints and tricks, you know, like, hey, shoot these people here, go here, you know, take as many of the control points as you can. So on this map, it's a. Uh, you know all white and snowy there's a couple buildings but there's a little cave system so there's one way in and one way out and the game tells you to use the cave system to flank the enemy there's only one problem with that you go into the cave system and when you come out all the buildings on the other side of that cave have turrets on them and they can all hit that one entrance or exit out of the cave so what the AI does is sometimes they'll just go get into the tanks or the battleships or all hop on the turrets and it's just such a bottleneck it's severe like if you don't go like as soon as you start the match go do something and capture another control point or whatever command post command post that's what it is 
you're probably not going to win. And it was surprising to me how hard this game was. I thought I was going to get in here and you know do some serious damage playing these more modern games, but it it, it wasn't that easy. And them droidekas, they'll sit there <laughs> in the bottleneck point and they'll just sit there. They throw their shields up and there's nothing you could do. Yeah, uh, if these dudes got their shields up, bro, just to hide behind something until they go back down. Of course, there's a timer on it, uh, a cooldown, but it's. Uh, I think your EMP grenades will bring down considerable uh, amounts of health on their shield, and the rocket launchers will. But, bro, if you don't have those, you're fucked. Like, you, you might as well wait, bro. It, these things, like, when their shields are down, they're not, they're not anything to take out, bro. Like three shots. Yeah. But when their shields are up, it's over. Now, uh, when you were in instant action or anything, did you play as them? I never played instant action. I I always was just story storyline campaign because there's two different ones and I'm you know like you said I'm not too big on Star Wars you know because I was playing this back when I was just like oh I'm get I get to shoot shit like I don't care about the story you know I was just having fun but uh, yeah I never played the instant action. Well, what I was gonna say about him is uh, as as you're playing as him, it's and I don't know how the I guess they do it because they're all AI driven but. When when you play as them, bro, it, it's hard as hell. Once they're up in that that shooting position and you got your shields up, there is no strafing, bro. So as you move the left stick, it goes ahead and aims. You just spin. Yeah, and it, like I said, there's no strafing, and it feels a bit funny to do. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of awkward. And uh, but man, as long as long as you got that shield up, you're killing anything in front of you, unless dude's in a turret or something. Then because it's hard to precisely aim as them too if you, if you have to shoot you know that little crevice right above the turret to hit him in the head that that's that's a no-go right there bro. now and then uh in the the main campaign you'll have uh the heroes drop in and they are op as fuck too bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it is bad bro because they'll drop in and they will just kill everything inside. Show no mercy. It's so bad. Like, there's a mission. Uh, you're on Kashyyyk. It's called uh, Aggressive Negotiations. And like I said, I don't know much about the story, but <laughs> I, my, what, from what I can gather, you, you pretty much you go to Kashyyyk, and you're supposed to negotiate with the Wookiees aggressively. And by aggressively negotiate that means you fucking kill every single one of them like you literally obliterate them you dog walk them i don't think i've ever lost this mission it's just terrible it's genocide and i thought that i was just doing really good when i was playing this mission but then i realized that it was uh count dooku going hard in the fucking paint <laughs> like yeah, you just you, you just follow that guy around you probably won't get shot once he's just sprinting jumping fucking everybody up it's crazy to watch yeah, they, <laughs> the, the heroes in this game are somehow else. And uh, what I don't understand is, uh, have you played the uh, second Battlefront? I think I've played it, but I have nowhere near as much time on any other Star Wars game as I do on this one, probably. Well, why I bring that up is because the, the gameplay pretty much is more of the same, but uh, they actually have playable heroes in there that you can take control of. And I wonder why they didn't in this game, because it seemed like they had, you know, they had those characters drop in. Of course, I think there was only four total different heroes in this game but i mean they're they're uh they're moveless and everything was already programmed 
So I don't know why. Maybe time constraints or something. They didn't allow you to play it, or it might just be a balancing issue, bro. Because they're they're fucking OP in the second battlefront too, and uh, it, it's just a mess, bro. Like you get in there, especially when they're on the enemy team, bro. Good fucking luck. Yeah, that, I think it might have something to do with balancing. Because you're right, and I I did say that these games, this game in particular, is very difficult. But that's from like a strategic standpoint, like. You know, as far as winning the game, you could go into any game and easily get 40, 50 kills and die like maybe three times, you know, depending on your difficulty settings. But if you're actually trying to win the game, capture all the command posts and progress, it can get pretty difficult. And having the heroes there are a super big help with that because, I mean, you pretty much just walk around the map and do whatever you want. Yeah. And if you could play as one of those guys, it would probably be more of the same. People would get bored with the game very easily. Yeah, um, now this game definitely can be difficult, like you said, but I've noticed uh, <laughs> so, some of the uh, the AI in this game is, is there's just problems, bro. The <laughs> half of them will stand around, the other half will literally throw grenades two feet in front of them and just blow up a whole squad. <laughs> and it's, I, I don't get it, I don't know why they like that. And then other times, bro... They turn into some straight sharpshooter killers, bro. Yeah, uh, like blow you away from across the map. Yeah, it doesn't make definitely. any sense. I was uh, I was just playing uh, a little instant action on Camino right before you came over, and uh, as I'm going up this little ramp to take this command post, bro. As soon as I pop my head up around the corner, I just see uh, two Jordicas just posted up, shields up, bro, and then uh, a couple battle droids, bro. And then, bro, just fucking... <laughs> they all just turn around. Just do, 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 do. It was over, bro. Uh, like, instantly. I, I just barely peeked my head up enough, and then they all just turned straight towards me. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but that that's kind of what you get with it, bro. They're either... The, the AI is either uh, Rambo, or they're literally nothing, so... Yeah, I, I feel that way, too. You know, like, I don't really pay attention to... The enemy AI as much. My biggest issue is with my teammates, you know, because there's it's the same way. Like there's times where these dudes are a bunch of sharpshooters, and there's other times where these dudes are just standing around. And that's why I said this game is difficult from a strategic standpoint, is because if you just try to go Rambo and worry about nothing but kills, these dudes aren't going to capture anything on the, by themselves. You tell them to follow you, they follow you for like four feet, and you just got to keep mashing F2 while you're trying to run around and not die. Yeah, you, you definitely have to lead the way for uh, your teammates as you play this game, because if not, they're just going to bullshit half the time, it seems like. Yeah, and there's times where, like you said, you know, they'll just stand around and not capture any command posts, but then, like, halfway through the game, every single person alive on your team will just swarm one command <laughs> post and take that shit in, like, 30 seconds. It, yeah. It's it's so random and wild. Like, it's unpredictable. Especially on these, these maps that are more close quarters, like uh, Jabba's Palace, uh, which got added in uh, after the... I think it's the 1.2 update. There was 16 original maps you could play on, and then they added in Jabba's Palace for a total of 17. And Jabba's Palace in, in some parts can be really uh, claustrophobic going through all these tunnels and shit. And, <laughs> bro, 95% of the map will be empty. And then you get to this one command post and then all, what is it, 32 players is just all yeah. in this room, bro. And it, it's just hell grenades going off everywhere. Everybody's shooting each other. It's uh, it's something else. Yeah, that map I was talking to you about on uh, Renvar, when I 
realized that we were losing. I had like 40 kills at this point. I was like, this shit easy. But then I looked and we were down by like 10 points. I was like, what the, what the fuck's going on? So I try to go capture a command post by myself. And another thing this game does is if you can't somehow figure out all the logistics to get your teammates from wherever they're running around at to where you want them to be, i.e. this command post, and you try to take that shit yourself, it's possible, but it's very difficult. Because <laughs> when you go to the command post by yourself, the AI will only spawn at that camp, that uh, command post. So you're sitting there, you clear it out, and then within 10 seconds you're sitting there, you almost got it taken down. 10 motherfuckers will spawn and start all shooting you at the same time. And it, it's just very difficult. It's funny you bring that up because I always wondered, and uh, and not just particularly these Battlefront games, but I'm just going to bring this up uh, for reference. The uh, in the uh, like Battlefront 2, the reboot. Uh, if you're playing Conquest, and say the enemy's taking this command post, and it'd always be like, you know how it starts flashing and shit, and you're like, let me just spawn on here. Like say they're taking C. So it's going down. It's still technically in your control, but uh, it won't let you spawn in on there. You got to spawn nearby around. And I was always like, man, I wish they would just spawn us in right on the command post. And then as I was playing this game again, I was like, God damn. Now I see why they don't do that anymore. Because as you're taking this command post, uh, an OG Battlefront, bro, you'll just have enemies start spawning in literally right behind you. And they might be the stupid AI, or they might be the sharpshooter. They bro. might you be Rambo. Know. You yeah. never know. <laughs> Rambo might just pop in and say, what's up? And uh, it's, it's just, the spawns for me is what throws you off. Because, the, like, like I said, you're taking C, bro. They'll, they'll just start spawning in all around you, bro, within 5, 10 feet yeah. standing next to you. So I, I get why they do that now, but that can be a little frustrating at times for sure. I think in uh, these newer games like uh, Battlefront or Battlefield, you know, they, they have the squad system to try to alleviate that, you know. So, like, since you can't spawn on your command post or flag or whatever, you know, if you got a homie in your squad that's nearby, I think they put that there so that, you know, you don't have to spawn all the way across the map at this other command post and try to run there before they take it. Like, if your homie's still there, you could just spawn on him and you guys go... You get try to go Rambo, get your command post back. Yeah, squad system's nice, but uh, not present in this game. <laughs> no, not at all. But you know what is present in this game that I found interesting? What's that? Hit markers in the campaign. Yeah. I forgot all about it. I, you know, like it, it's one of those small things that you don't really think about. But the more I started thinking about it, I was like, yo, like Call of Duty, one of the biggest first-person shooter franchises of all time. They didn't have hit markers in the campaign until what, like? Modern Warfare 2019. Yeah, uh, like, like I was saying earlier, this for this game coming out in 2004, it's it still plays relatively good. Like, it doesn't feel all clunky and shit. I had a blast playing. Yeah, just to talk about talk about it in this podcast, you know. And you know, I told you a couple years ago, one of my buddies dug his old GameCube or something out of the closet, and we were all like, "Holy fuck! Like, we haven't seen this game in years." And we played through the whole campaign, beat it in one night. Like, it's you could, if you guys, whoever's listening, decided, hey, I think this sounds like something I'd want to play. You could go buy this shit right now and then have some friends over, and I guarantee you'll be playing it all night. It is just super easy to get into and something that you could, like you said, the replay value is, it's it's priceless. 
Yeah, and then uh, System Link is cool too. You, you remember them days? <laughs> uh, it's an age long gone, but you could definitely hook up a few a few different boxes, bro, and just have a great time with this game. Still, it's uh, it it definitely holds up still, and uh, the the music in this game, it, more of the same Star Wars shit, which means excellent, bro. It's <laughs> you know, you know it's good. Yeah, it's good, bro. <laughs> they've they've reused the same soundtrack for what. 40 years now it's all good bro uh did, did you have any uh favorite maps in particular that you really like um i think anything on renvar was cool you know besides that bottleneck in the cave if you can get past that and the droid deck is chewing your whole team up you'll be straight and then uh naboo so there's two missions on naboo uh there's the first one that's hard as shit but then there's the second one where uh you talking about the palace one that's hard as shit? No, no. So the second one is the palace one where you run around. It's like the town square or whatever. Uh-huh. Town square is always popping. Like there's always 50 million people there all blowing each other up and it's crazy. I, I didn't care for... Um, I can't think of the name of those ships, but those blue ships they were driving around. They're in. like little cars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> bro. stupid. I hated them. Yeah. And they, they take so much to bring them all the way down too, bro. Yeah. It's a that that that's enough to cause a bottleneck right there. Just have a couple of them roll up on you. I think I stole one and then tried to run it into uh, the town square that I was talking about, and instantly got started getting fucking destroyed by, you know, the dudes with rocket launchers and then the the droid tanks and everything. It was, it was just a mess. But uh, the Battle of Naboo, that that shit was hard. You know, I started playing this again. Once I downloaded it on PC, like I said, I went into it thinking, oh, dude, I've been playing these modern video games. I get sweaty on Warzone. This ain't going to be shit to me. Nah, bro. Because it starts out, it's the map. Like, you start out, it's you're in a field. And there's this huge dome, kind of like what the Droidekas have, like that little force field. And it, the force field is powered. There's these, like, two big-ass dinosaur-looking things on the inside of it. And they have these shits on their back that are making this force field. And everybody in it can shoot out of it, but you can't shoot into it. And then, so your whole goal is to run into the dome, kill these little dinosaur things to bring the force field down, and then take the command post. But while you're trying to do that, there's all these little fucking Jar Jar Binks motherfuckers. What? I don't know. What are the, they? Uh, the, the Gungans. The gun, the Gummans. They're <laughs> motherfuckers. Dude, they don't even have guns. It's millions of them, bro. They're running out of this dome, and all they have is grenades. They are lobbing grenades at you. Like, everywhere you look, there's explosions to your left and right. So if you try to Rambo or carry your team with you through the dome, you're getting blown the fuck up. There's dudes in there on the turrets. It's just a, it's just a mess. I had to play that, like, three times before I beat it. Yeah, the uh, another cool thing is you're, you're playing through the campaign, and then uh, you, you'll start the matches, and then you'll have whatever two factions fighting each other but they also have the the npcs running around bro so you'll have the uh the the tuscan raiders uh <clears throat> jawas uh what were some other ones the gungans are one of them too let me see i got a couple written down i think the geonosians bro the ewoks you know what i'm saying they got all, all these little characters just running around so it, it adds a little depth to each map yeah i think the uh the last mission in uh, the first campaign storyline you're fighting against the droids uh, because you don't want them to take I think you're on Kashyyyk again you don't want them to take over the planet you're trying to get them to leave Kashyyyk and I remember playing and it, it's a really hard mission too because I, I guess it's the last one of the storyline 
And I remember playing it, looking at the map, and, you know, it's the same old shit. Most games, all your homies are green, all your enemies are red, but then there are these yellow dudes, and I was like, who the fuck are these yellow guys? And then I, I went to find one of them, and there, there were fucking Wookiees there. And then they were our homies. So I, I, I hadn't paid attention to that before. Maybe there's more than just... Yeah, the... I know Jabba's Palace has the Gamorrean guards in it, too. Which are those big, fat, pig-looking motherfuckers. Oh, uh, yeah. They're, they're green. Yeah, they're, they're pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, they they paid attention to detail in this game, bro. They had they had a little uh, little stuff in there. Sp- speaking of Jabba's Palace and detail, uh, did you end up playing on that map? No. I, uh, I got to that last mission on the first storyline. Uh, I'm sure I've played it before. Said, but th- th- this was just that that extra map they threw in with the update for the the multiplayer. But uh, yeah, my PlayStation what? was never connected to the internet like, <laughs> ever, <laughs> so I don't think there was ever any kind of update for any <laughs> anything I've ever played on that. Maybe uh, the uh, greatest hits edition of it. I think that was on PlayStation. Maybe that maybe that came out with it. But anyways, the uh, and uh, Jabba's Palace, bro, they have Jabba sitting on his little slab of concrete with the sluggy ass, bro. And right in front of him, just just like, you know, honoring the movies, bro, they have this little trap door that'll drop you down straight into the Roncor pit, bro. And the Roncor's down there tearing up all these Gamorrean guards, bro, taking bites out of them. And he looks at you, picks you up, bro, it's over. Like, you're dead, bro. You're dead. It's done for. Yeah, you're not winning that one. But I I thought that was cool that they added that in there. And, uh, yeah, man, it's just, it's a it's a solid game all around. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like I said, this is, this is something that still, even though it came out in 2004, it's probably the, the oldest game that I've played here recently. And I still, I could play it like it's the first day I've ever, I've ever started playing it, you know. And you just still have hours of fun. Uh, yeah, you got any uh, closing thoughts on the game? No, man. I mean, anybody that's listening, if you've never played this, you know, I definitely try to give it a shot. Especially if you have any of those older systems laying around. Worst case, I bought a copy of it on Steam uh, for my PC for I think it was nine ninety nine. Yeah, it's it's about that price on the Xbox Store too. If you want to play it on your newer console. And uh, the graphics on PC are great. There's a couple extra features that I think they added on PC that. Maybe I, maybe I just don't remember them being on OG PlayStation, but you know it's it's a great buy. And even if you know you're one of the listeners that remembers playing this game, and we're just bringing back some old memories of you, pop that bad boy back in, give it another it's shot. A, I guess. Dust, dust it off. Yeah, bro. dust it off. Uh, it's it's I don't know. It's just a really good game. Hell yeah! Uh, all right, rate it out of a hundred. Uh, I'd say a solid like eighty nine. Close. 89. Yeah. Fair. Fair. It, you know, like I said, instrumental in my childhood. I remember sitting there playing this with my little brother for hours and hours, fighting over who's going to be player one. It's just, you know, I, there's not many games that are this old or that will ever be this old that I think I can pick back up again after 20 years or whatever it's going to be and still have as much fun as I had this week playing this game. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be fair here and take off the, the nostalgia shades. Cause like you said, definitely played this a lot growing up. Uh, I'd say I give it an 85, and I think the main drawback in this game is, like I said, as far as the AI, bro, you either have people who <laughs> have no idea what's going on, or there's some straight killers, and uh, so that kind of throws the balance out a little bit. But I mean, it's it's a solid game, 85, bro. You can you can play it anytime. To be fair, I just thought of a really good point. 
I don't remember there ever being difficulty modes on the OG PlayStation, but when you load up the campaign on the PC version, you can pick between easy, medium, and hard. So, yeah, I just went with medium because I didn't even know there was a difficulty. You know, I don't remember what I was playing on. But maybe the difficulty has something to do with the AI. I don't, I don't really feel like hopping in a whole lobby with 32 killers, bro. <laughs> yeah, <that's what laughs> I don't saying. know about but that. But, like, if you put it on easy, maybe your, your AI on your team is, you know, worth a fuck. Oh, that's a good point. I don't know. We'll have to try it out. But, yeah. uh, all right, good deal. We're going to go ahead and close this out. Uh, suggestions, questions, comments, concerns, shoot us an email. What's that email, Jacob? It's uh, joystickmediapodcast at gmail.com. That's uh, stick with the S-T-I-K, correct? Yes. All right, good deal, good deal. Leave us, uh, uh, leave us a review. Let us know how you liked it. And uh, we're out of here. Have a good one. Peace.